0: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Ding dong, merrily on
1: High Thursday Podcast. Do you want me to do that as well? No? Oh, this is good. This is where the <laughs> bonus of being the Mardi one comes in. <laughs> I'm to I have to sing. Thank God for that.
0: Sustain! Nutrition. Chewing! The fat. Episode 13. Oh, quick maths. Here we go. Unlucky for some. At Christmas time, <laughs> there's no need to be afraid.
1: I'm going to do a lot of second. What do you and Bono have in common? Both are old. I have an intense dislike for the both of you Both <laughs> <laughs> do a lot of work with
0: <laughs> Very sorry. Okay. Um
1: Joe <laughs> What are we talking about today? You've got the easy bit and you nearly forgot. We are talking about managing. I forgot what you were called. (laughs) Managing the Christmas period. You nearly called me Bono.
0: Bono? I just called you Dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) But it's Christmas time. A time for giving. A time for forgetting. We are very similar. Mostly because you were a dickhead as well, not because. Right, can we get on with the podcast?
1: Well, we are getting on with the podcast. You just keep singing all the time. It's, it's completely... Christmas. Right, you're feeling all festive. It's
0: a joyous side. Jingle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Trip my festive bush. <laughs> is that, is that thing? It is now.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus, pause the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, you want to be grateful it's a podcast, because I've got some glitter going on. <laughs> right, so, this, this time of year is Christmas time. Lots of seasonal... We're not drunk, by the way, but yeah. I mean, I like Lots that. of seasonal, delicious goods, like Stollen. I don't think I've ever had <laughs> You are so old. Mince pies is very popular. <laughs> it's not the war. Stolen mince pies, Baileys. Alcohol. Wine. Yeah. yeah. And the like. So, it is, I think, scientifically proven to be the most weight-gaining month of the year. Mm. I don't know if I don't know that is actually a thing. I'm quite good around August as well, if it's quite warm. Um... So, we are going to give you some top tips, hashtag top tips, Christmas tips, a little gift, a Christmas gift early, to help da- limit the damage you will do in December. Just the Christmas tip. Just the, cr- ah, Christmas cracker <laughs> tip. I my own fingers. Did you just call me a cracker?
1: <laughs> anyway. Yes. <laughs> moving away from the, the So, top tip numero uno. Eat calories that matter to you. You want to elaborate so on that? Is that no, no, it? Are I'm, you moving on? I'm good on that. So, it's very common, isn't it? I'm immediately going to go to a, a story, go down memory lane of, I'm quite partial to a chocolate seahorse. Gillian, if you're listening, I'm open to sponsorships. You know what the ones right, I mean? I've actually thought you meant like some kind of seahorse. Yeah, no, delicious. And uh, I remember my mother once bought me, my mother, I'm sorry we've been a class, uh, a box that was about the size of my torso. It was probably about, 10 chocolates wide and 20 chocolates long, which is about 190 more than I need <laughs> to actually enjoy, you know, the taste of those chocolates. Silky, silky, and, silky chocolate. Mm, the praline. So, so much of it's just unnecessary eating. And don't get me wrong, I'm partial to a bit of unnecessary eating now and then. But 200 chocolates is far, far too many. And I just didn't need that many. And I think that's probably the thing that I've improved on the most with my nutrition this last probably this last kind of Week. three four months yeah. <laughs> is just finding my limits a little bit better and it's just so easy to overdo isn't it because we just go a bit nuts because the food's there you think well it's christmas sod it but actually you're going to be again looking long term over short term you're going to look back in january and go i didn't need all that that was a bit silly i could have had half of that and still enjoyed myself just as much so for me, that would be number one is just look at the amount that you'd normally take in and how much do you think you need to have. And just pick the bits that you really enjoy and you get the most pleasure from or the days that give you the most pleasure or the, the events that do. And just try and be wary of that. You just eat a few good meals each day, and that will drastically reduce the calories you probably normally take in over this time. Yes.
0: Happy with that? Yeah, I, mean, I totally agree. I think, like I say, he's, he's picking your fights. You don't have to be a hundred percent perfect. and You don't have to stress out. If you do have a Christmas dinner, you know it's it is a time to enjoy yourself and it's a time to be a bit more relaxed. And you know I think you know we promote. If you maintain your weight through December, then you are already winning. My God, if you
1: could, yeah, just gain gain a few pounds, that would be good. Yeah, way.
0: a couple of pounds. It's got to be worth it. So by kind of picking your fights, I mean, like if you go and visit your grandparents or your family and you have a couple of mince pies and a couple of beers, a couple of boys or whatever. That's cool. It's great. You know I mean? You're celebrating Christmas. That is fine. But then if you are kind of mindlessly drinking, you know, half a bottle of wine on, you know, Friday because it's the weekend or you're having mince pies because they're in the office, then those are just not calories that are added to your life. You know, they're not ones that count. And because you've got all these extra social engagements, it's even more important or, you know, it's a great idea to be tighter on your nutrition than you would normally with the days where you're not doing anything that can add to your life does that it's, make sense
1: yeah it's so easy isn't it just to balance the books a little bit you are got to take in extra calories but just make sure that they're worth it yeah don't don't triple them when you could just double them it's so simple isn't it if you just had if you just give yourself a whole day where you eat whatever you fancy it's so easy to take in a huge amount isn't it me and you proved it with the mince pie oh me. god that wasn't you know, overly taxing for me. I didn't find it too hard to eat sixteen hundred calories of mince pies. I could have easily if you'd give me a few different foods, I could have happily done that and that would have been one meal. Some chips. Yeah. Just something to break it up a bit. A bit like an episode of Man V food. Yeah. But if you give me two meals in that day where I've have had some protein, some veg, some fats and some slow release carbs, is I like you just can't eat as much. And it's the same lesson that we always preach, I always preach, is the more nutritious food you get in, the less crap you're gonna eat. That's not being restrictive, is it? Let's be fair, you know, that's just saying, rather than eating whatever I want for every minute I'm conscious, I'm just going to have a few good meals on top of that and then see how I feel. And it just makes the world a difference. Okay. Moving on to number two, I say, planning. Hmm.
0: So having some kind of plan. So again, you've got all these social engagements coming up, and by, you know, I think when you say, right, you know, plan what you're going to do, everyone gets a bit stressy and they want to kind of plan the meals and you know, check out the restaurants and see what they're ordering. We don't specifically be like that, but have some kind of idea of what you're going to do. So if you know you're going out Wednesday, Friday and Saturday, have a bit of a plan for the rest of the days or, you know, have a plan for what kind of foods you will allow yourself or how many treats or how many drinks or types of drinks.
1: Plan for the day after. Yeah. a good one as well. You know, hangovers are absolute killers. We'll put some stuff out on hangovers. Especially for eating crap, for calories that don't give you much pleasure, isn't it? It's because people haven't planned what they're going to have, and we're not saying to have, you know, a broccoli omelette in the morning with egg whites. But if you just have two eggs on toast, it's going to be exponentially better than when you see people having the massive full English and a pint of orange juice and some chocolate and then whatever they fancy for lunch and dinner as well. You can just keep things a little bit closer. So two eggs on toast, you know, with some mushrooms and some spinach. Oh, you know, I'm it's still be. a nice meal. You know, maybe a couple of rash of bacon in there as well. Easy, Joe. Well, you know, You're turning I'm, me up. I'm a big lad. So. It's very easy to just add in a few extras. I'm not saying people look at things very black and white, don't they? Healthy chicken and salad, off plan, doner kebabs. Well, actually, you so many restaurants, so many places would give you nice veg options. You can just have, you know, a little bit of a good side can really help out a meal.
0: Yeah, and we're not saying when you go out, oh, you have to plan. You're only allowed, you know, you have to limit yourself to three drinks. We're not. We're just giving you advice on if you want to, you know, control your calories. But then because hey, if you've got a meal out then you just go all right so tonight I know I'm going to drink a lot I'm going to eat a lot of good food so my breakfast and my lunch are going to be high protein high veg low fat low carb I'm not going to have my usual snack of nuts or some kind of paleo bar or something like that big pardon so I'm going to save those those calories because I know I'm going to go into a, a big old excess in the evening so let's do a let's and do a bit of role play
1: exactly I've got my wizard outfit on. (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. So what would be your vice over Christmas, and then what would you plan around that then? Well, mince pies are my usual (laughs) one. So what I did
0: was, like, uh, when your grandparents catch you smoking, they make you eat all the cigarettes, so I ate ten mince pies in one day. (laughs) Um, No, so the consistent Christmas plan that we kind of did was born from my limiting and love of mince pies. So I just have to put a cap on it so I could quite easily sit down and eat three mince pies in a go and not think twice about it. But as soon as I put a limit on that and say I'm allowing myself five mince pies a week, then I'm going to be much more mindful and much more conscious about the mince pies that I have when I have them. Is that something you'll do this year? Yeah, I've don't. had two mince pies since we had that mince pie <laughs> video. <laughs> if you missed the mince pie video, basically me and Joe did – allegedly did a taste test and we ate 10 mince pies (laughs) don't I say allegedly which was well it was because we enjoyed mince pies but it wasn't fun I didn't enjoy it I didn't enjoy the latter third but I mean I'm not a big drinker and I don't really
1: have any social engagements (laughs) (laughs) except for Christmas dinner okay so maybe I'm a better example yes I'm not too bad so I think for me my calorie excesses would be alcohol and then obviously just going a bit mad because it's Christmas. So I think alcohol's probably the better one to start on. And I think that for me, as you know, you say you're not a big drinker, well, I am. So it's not something that I would ever look to to really limit. I, if I said to myself, I'm gonna have, gosh, shouldn't be saying this, if I'm gonna have eight pints, then that would be, you know, if I was having a big session, then that would still be a limit. But for me, it's not going to happen because once I have eight, I end up having a few yeah. more or whatever. It's, not just, it's just not going to work for me. So the way that I work better is by saying I'll have gin and tonics, because if I have the same amount of alcohol, I'll get as pissed, but for a lot fewer calories. That's my first thing for me that I'm willing to do. And I found that after a while, my mates just didn't care because that was just how it was. You're not drinking beer, no, okay. you know People get bored of these things quite quickly. So you do, there is that feeling of being a little bit awkward, but it's just getting past that and actually experimenting
0: with it. But again, that's, that's a perfect one because you do get that, just to go off on a slight tangent, that social kind of pressure where if everyone's drinking and you say, oh, no, I'm not drinking, I'm trying to lose some weight, you know, you get that. People, oh, I'll go to have a drink, something boring, something boring. So swapping to like a, a gin and slimline tonic is a perfect way to kind of not feel socially awkward, not feel like you're standing out or doing anything different,
1: but while still kind of move into what you got yeah and some people will feel awkward because it is being slightly different but if you just try it you know see what your friends say because often people's perception is different to the reality so they'll just perceive that they're going to be awkward and their friends will say something but actually they won't and then the second part around that for me is just planning nice meals so I've got quite a lot of nutritious meals that I enjoy having so I found something that works for me in regards to batch cooking, so whether that be doing a joint of meat or putting something in a slow cooker or just doing something, you know, enjoyable in a pan, and then everything I then have is served with rice and mixed veg. So I have loads of different meals. It just happens that the the standards, the rice and the veg are the same all the time. So I know that I can wake up and have meals that I enjoy the next day if they're prepared. Because they're the two danger they're the areas I'm willing to sacrifice is the drinks that I drink and the food I eat when I hang over. Because I know that I'll enjoy my alcohol. And I know there'll be times that I do just, overeat. Just keep drinking. No, I'm a big fan of endlessly boozy, <laughs> more just like repeated uh, bouts. I'd say so. Yeah, that's what works for me, and it's so simple. Is people sometimes say I'll plan on the weekend or I'll plan later. No, plan now. You know, once this podcast is finished, then decide what you're going to do. Because it doesn't have to be written down, or you don't have to have every minor detail but you know, stuff, stuff is so going to come easy. up like say you
0: know you generally know when your kind of nights out are or when your meals out are etc but there will be things that come up but then you can always kind of work backwards and you can adjust the following days you know I mean you can kind of review what you do have planned and then, you know kind of going back to the first point is just kind of then just pick what you know what's going to add more to your life you know which calories are going to
1: add more to the experience yeah and if you do go too far then just learn from it you know the the things i've just said there practices that i've kind of honed over months even years of of just being like well i'll try this oh actually no i would quite like some beers oh no actually that doesn't really add anything to my life and the more that you repeat those lessons and you make those mistakes then the more likely you are to get it right i think people don't people tend to think that their mind will be made up and you know some magical event's going to happen and everything's going to just work out alright you know we see it quite a lot when people have a good a good few days and go yeah you know I think I've got this healthy eating malarkey and it's just not the case you just need to look at where you've gone wrong in the past and or you know recently or you know the next day and just be more relaxed with yourself and just say okay that happened but this is what I'll do next time this is what I should have done find solutions don't just bury your head in the sand and say I hope it's going to get better because it's not going to get better without you putting any effort in Bosh number three I say be sensible.
0: Go on. Yeah. Do I just again it's you know it's pie season, you know, you're going around to people's houses and stuff like that. So there's gonna be, you know, what people would class as off plan food. Now, obviously for people who don't kind of follow our system we were listening to this, all the thousands of them who downloaded this hand over fist. Was that a thing? I don't know. Um you know, people like to label foods good and bad. You know, good foods, nutritious, you know, single ingredient, things found in nature, bad foods, processed, yada, yada. There's no good or bad foods, you know, just good and bad amounts. So when people are faced with things like a buffet, it's like, oh, there was nothing good to eat. There's no, um, you know, kind of on-plan foods. So I had sandwiches, crisps, cake, um, chocolate, you know, whatever. All that kind of jazz. Just, you know, it's not about having perfect foods. It's just about being sensible with your portions. So if you go to a buffet, if you go around to someone's house, you can have a mince pie, you can have a sandwich. It's cool. It's not going to be, you know, millions of calories. It's not going to mean that your day is ruined. Just be sensible with your choices. You don't have to have the crisps, the chocolate, six mince pies, brandy
1: butter, a litre of custard, et cetera. I'm going to hark back to the Will Smith video that I put in a group a while ago and say it might not be your fault but it's your responsibility so it's not your fault there's no better options because you can't turn up there with a frittata and sit in the corner with your tupperware but it is your responsibility to not eat as much as possible and it comes back to those things we said before about focusing on what means more to you you know making sure the calories do count and that's probably a prime example of where people just go far too far and justify it to themselves where actually if you just take a step back Take a deep breath. Have a bit of mindfulness about what you're doing. Eat slowly and just focus on drinking some water and being a bit fuller. You can massively reduce your intake just by not being silly and being sensible. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. You know that
0: mentality of well, I've done one bad thing, so now I'm just gonna write off the entire day. That uh, oh was it? You get one flat tire, so you slash all your other tires. Yeah you get one exam question wrong so you walk out yeah you deliberately get the rest of the questions wrong no you don't you try harder over the next questions
1: because you know you've got one wrong I think that's a separate point That was going to be my my next one of go not, for it number four of get off the fuck it button so people don't tend to push it they tend to lean on it and stand on it and kneel on it and hold it there in place for a few sit days sit on it and there's going to be times over the month you know it's it's all well and good us getting people to plan, but as James said, things are going to come up, people are going to bring foods in, someone's going to turn up with a bottle of wine, whatever it may be, that you're going to, well, you're going to, excuse me, slips into being James for a second there, you're going to have calories that have have pushed you into a, a surplus. So you're going to have days where you have too many. The key then is to just not go too far. And I think that people spend so much time January to November lacking mindfulness that that just gets doubled over Christmas where people just completely lose any comprehension of what they're doing and just go too far And I think that that's why sustain has been so successful and why it's based around the practices it is and the first one being logging your food because it just keeps you aware of what you're doing I'm not saying you have to you know weigh every macro and count every calorie because that's not what we ever tell people to do but just if you record your food and become more aware of what you're doing, it's going to make you less likely to polish off two packs of mince pies. You know, if you have one, you don't need to keep going. And it's just asking yourself those hard questions of you know, do I actually need this? Is this going to add this add anything to my life? Do I enjoy this? You know, why am I doing this? Why am I eating this? Is it because I actually want to eat it, or is there an underlying reason? And then challenge that reason. You know, ask yourself these questions, even. As coaches, when we ask people these questions, they shy away from them. Yeah, it's awkward. No one wants to yeah, no kind of looking, admit their failures. It's, Not a lot of failures, but kind of shortcomings. Yeah, it's it's really, really hard to to kind of look at yourself in the mirror sometimes and say, Was that the right thing to do? You know, there's times I've had recently where I, you know, polished off half a bag of Doritos and looked back and went, You didn't, you knew you didn't enjoy that. I know there's foods I like more than others. And I just made a mistake. And it's then trying next time that situation's there to to look at it, remember that past lesson and not repeat it again that's my responsibility so it's just trying to you know not lean on the fucking button for too long and have, have a you know, quiet word with yourself sometimes, ask yourself those difficult questions that I just mentioned because they'll really help you it makes such a big difference once you can get people thinking that way in order to get results and it's when people bury their head in the sand and they're hoping for this magic solution where Someone's gonna change the way they think and it's just not yeah, going to appear, they're gonna happen do
0: it. They're gonna wake up and it's everything's gonna be changed. The only answer is action. And the only person gonna take action is you. Um I think feel like we've maybe gone off on a bit of a tangent there for the Christmas. No, Christmas tangent. Never. So I think that's it. I can't remember what points we said now. Four was,
1: <laughs> I can't those one, was <laughs> <laughs> um, one
0: was Planet. One was it one was No no, okay, get The calories account. Calories that count. Two was plan. Three is be sensible. Four was yours. Yeah, don't hit the fucking button. That's it. That's social remember. Social advice. Do whatever the hell you want to do. is <laughs> just our
1: ramblings. Hopefully you're sat here eating 10 minutes' pies. <laughs> you to be moderate. If you have done, uh, please take a photo with the screenshot of the podcast and share it on social media. There you go. So, is that something people do? I, well, don't, I don't know. I, yeah. There's no
0: problem with you going out and drinking whatever you want and eating whatever you want. This is just advice
1: to stop you regret it all come January yeah and if you aren't sure if you want to sign up then I recommend you eat as much as possible over Christmas and then check in with our social media channels January 2nd and
0: <laughs> 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 we'll work with you then so that is us guys enjoy yourselves don't forget to keep it clean and take care cut your hair look peace hair grease when the wind blows I feel like I need a Christmas song to I'm on Snapchat right now Alright, goodbye! <laughs>